Hello and welcome back to episode 95 of the Five Star Potential Podcast, brought to you by us here at We Stream FM. As you can tell, Matt is not here this week. This is Dave on the hosting duties uh, alongside me today. Welcome back, Tobes. Toby, how's it going, man? Not so bad, my man. How are you? Good. Very well, thank you. A little bit stressed. No, as you guys know. no. Everything, everything's been fine. Everything's been fine. Don't give away the yeah. secrets. Uh, <laughs> welcoming back, Dupe as well. How's it going? Hello, my friend. Are you good? Yeah, all good, all good. Uh, Curti? How we doing? Very well, very well. And rounding us off is Mr. Friday Night FM, Joe. What's going down? Hello, Sky Sports News, Dave. Brilliant. Thank you. No problem. Um, <laughs> you throw me off there, Joe. Uh, as we know, uh, Matt is not here today. Uh, off, we are going to be talking about Football Manager, how it's progressing, how it's looking for next year. Uh, looking at the Xbox Pass, the Google Stadia, which Curtie doesn't know a lot about, but I think everyone else does. So uh, they might be able to give us some information. I've got, um, I've got some questions, so it's all, it's all good. Throw us one now. Go on. He's written them on his blackboard. It's all right. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've written them. I've got about six or seven. I'll just count them on my abacus first, but it should be good. <laughs> just waiting for his uh, carrier. I'm quite good at counting, but I can help you. You He's are good at carrier dinosaur. You proved that last night. <laughs> what happened last night? Seven inches. Five times. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 30 seconds. Okay. Um, right, let's move on to our saves. Hands up who's been playing Football Manager this week. No one. Okay. Uh, no, <laughs> Dupe, go on. We'll start off with you. I'm um, I- I'm treading ground I've already tread before. I'm actually back at Malaga now. I've decided to to, to start streaming again. And, and I'm actually really enjoying it. We are um, referred... In, in La Liga uh, because the game's very difficult uh, we're in the final of the Copa del Rey after uh, drawing twice with Atletico Madrid over two legs uh, to get through uh, in the fifth round and we beat Barcelona 2-1 on aggregate yeah 2-1 on aggregate uh, to uh, in the semi-finals to get through to uh, play Seville and it was uh, it was quite quite a tense time to be fair we've got eight games to go we're ten points behind Barca in first uh, three points behind Valencia and we're level on points with Real Madrid. They've had such a bad season, but they are spending money left, right and centre. It's almost real life. So um should be good fun. We should hopefully see uh, tomorrow's stream, which is Friday. So this pod will be out by then, but we should be able to see maybe where we are finishing in the league. This weekend, we should be playing the Copa del Rey final. Uh, and the suit is, it needs to be picked up actually tomorrow uh, from the dry cleaners, ready to go. It's been a long time since I've done an F- a football manager save and I had to don a suit, so it'd be quite exciting. GG, bro. This is your first season in La, uh, La Liga, right? That's correct, yeah. Yes, yeah. so my second season as manager, but my first season in La Liga. How did the uh, how did the journeyman save? What, what happened with that? <laughs> um, we kind that? of... Yeah, so basically what happened was I had some great plans to do a journeyman. Uh, I wanted a fresh start. I wanted to try something that I've not done before. Um, and it turned into two-week holiday in Colombia, um, and that was about it, really. I just, basically, I think I screwed it up with the leagues. I spent so much time planning it and thinking about it, and then I didn't really load leagues in that was make the save interesting because every kind of team that was offering me a job were newly promoted teams in, in the uh, conference north or south, and I didn't really want that. I wanted a European or a uh, lower league foreign side. Ukraine offered me... A fair few jobs, but it was, I just thought it was a little bit close to Chernobyl, to be fair. Right, Brilliant. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm going to ask a question that everyone wants to know. Have you had to buy a new suit? Oh, yeah. No, I've put it all back on, mate. All right. So all <laughs> no, that money, um, all that money you raised? Yes, all that money I raised at jumping out of a plane. Um, I lost all my weight. That Basically, my, my weight loss was quite successful. It... Um, I lost four and a half stone. We also lost a member of the football manager community because he, he couldn't take it. Um, and yeah, if, I, maybe I would have to buy a new suit. We'll have to try it on, Joe. We'll see. We'll see. You're allowed to you stream wear, anything gonna... on Twitch nowadays. You can stream in toilets. So I just live stream me getting dressed and see how it goes. Will you be wearing the reverse baseball cap? I don't know. That's, that's, of course I will. Hat. Um, I don't think I've I don't think I've worn a suit in a final for Football Manager without a snapback on, and I've got the special one ready. I've got I've a hat never ready. seen anyone else in the world wear their hat backwards neither. 
might look no, like it's, it's, a, it's a new thing. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm hoping it will catch on. I really do. Um, what were the expectations for a season, Dupe? Were we just trying to stay up? Avoid relegation. To be fair, I, I, I mean, it's been a while since we discussed the save, to be fair, because um, I kind of walked away from it and come back. But we've got a very good side. Uh, our midfield is, is Renato Sanchez and Arthur, and Arthur is just banging it. Uh, we've got Rodrigo from um, Real Madrid on the left. We've got um, Dijan, I can never pronounce his surname, up top. Um, banging in 18 league goals this season. We've got Marilla playing, um, kind of floating either on the wing or he's playing advanced playmaker in the middle. It's going really well. I'm hoping we get Europe. I really do, because that way we might be able to get a bit more money to kind of spearhead us. But we are going to kind of go for free at the back next, next, next year. So we'll see how that goes. Just with those expectations and, of course, where you lie, in the season currently like does anyone else think like they've seen like they've either heard people say or seen lots of tweets in regards to uh just gone up as predicted to finish here yet here i am and it's people winning the league or or finishing second or third and in europe it seems a lot more so than than previous years if you know what i mean it was quite interesting on yesterday's stream actually i was talking uh, simon tipple was in and we were chatting about the game and i said i think it is a little bit easy um, and he's like, well, do you want it harder? And I was like, well, I do, because to make it more challenging, but it is quite fun winning. I'm not going to lie. You know, we've done it back-to-back-to-back promotions with, with 1860 this year. We had a promotion with Malaga, and now we're kind of really rocketed up the league. But um, I think I think a harder game is probably needed, to be honest. Do you not think, though, that when you put, like, 700 hours into something, you should be quite good at it? True that. And that's why it seems easy. Yeah, but I don't... You've practised it being shit. Yeah, maybe I've turned a corner. Maybe these podcasts actually are inspiring me and helping me. Nah, I don't know. Maybe it was just luck. Um, Following on from that point, um, I'll talk about uh, my save because I've basically had a similar situation. I've uh, I went up with Borough. And we were predicted to fight bravely against relegation. Obviously, predicted rock bottom. I finished sixth, so we're in Europe. Um, and I and I won Manager of the Year. So maybe maybe there is something to it because like I'm rubbish. So <laughs> wasn't it last year? Like you won fuck all, and now you've won like Streamer of the Year and Manager of the Year. Mate, it's fucking raining on <laughs> raining down on me right now. To be now, honest, now so. you're fucking part time. Human being. Humble. <laughs> Hashtag humble. <laughs> you need some small shelves to put all your awards up. It's it's weird, Kay. I, I have to admit, because my, my Malaga side, we are lowest in wage revenue, we are um, cost, and we're earning money. We're not we're not losing money. Uh, I spent two-odd million in the transfer window. Um, granted, they had a good squad. They went down the year before I took over. Um, they IRL got a great squad, but... Hmm, I don't know. Very strange. As as Curtis said, I won Manager of the Year. Like literally in my own head, I played. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> played his, as he said it, I played his fucking champ music in my, in my head. He's not the champ anymore. I'll, I'll put that in post. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I suppose. Put any... oh, shut up, Dave. Because I'm I'm going to follow on. This is like this is a smooth segue. I know. Because I like this. Curtis got. Promoted. I also got promoted to the Premier League with QPR, and I was I had to, I think it's like, attempt to avoid relegation, and I actually wanted to get relegated because I never wanted to get promoted. So, but I ended up finishing sixteenth. But <clears throat> I've then got into the second season, and I think like Duke was saying, but where it get seems to get easier, you pick the right players, you play the right system, and then I'm kind of I'm at Christmas and I'm tenth. And then they're changing the expectations to like mid-table finish and going to put more money into the club. And, you know, once you get to that, I think like it's going to be just kind of a walk in the park. But like everything, everything this year with this, I mean, granted, we've kind of flown through this Malaga, this Malaga second season when we've picked it back up because I wanted to kind of get to the end of the season. Granted, we weren't that far into it, but I wanted to get to the end of the season to kind of fresh things up, new staff and all this jazz and make it feel almost like a new save all over again. But like players, everything just seems to be falling into place. We're having people that are complaining they want to leave. I offer them a new contract, they take it. Like Marilla, um, 
Liverpool and United come in on final day of the season. He has to leave. I say no. Three weeks after the window shuts, I offer him a new contract. I'm paying him like four grand more and I've got a £150 million release clause in his contract. It just seems to be that easy mode has been enabled, to be honest. Because normally they're difficult and then you have to have an argument and then you've got to sell your best player. And then when you've got no money in this, in this league, because you don't get much money, um, it gets difficult, but I don't know. Saying that, I'll get relegated next season. <laughs> um, Curty, have you streamed much this week? Um, well, only really a couple of times. Like I say, I um, I think last last this time last week, I just applied for the Arsenal job. Um, and it, you didn't weirdly, get that, so you no, went to I, SI. <laughs> <laughs> weirdly, I uh, I didn't get that job. I had a like pretty good interview. Didn't get that job. But Jurgen Klopp t- took it. And now Liverpool have just won the league. Um, like it was between them, Man City. I think United were kind of in it until a couple of games to play. Jurgen Klopp has left Liverpool, who've just won the league, to take over Arsenal, who were finished in eleventh, I think. Like talk about weird AI decisions. Um, so yeah, so like Liverpool, I think, are without a manager at the moment. Um, I've, I've stuck my hat in the ring for that as well, but um, <laughs> that sounds like something someone in QA should probably look into. Yeah, quite possibly. <laughs> but um, it's yeah, it's just a weird, weird scenario. But anyway, yeah, Liverpool won the league, uh, Man City second. I I ended up uh, in sixth, finished above Chelsea, I think, uh, and obviously Arsenal, which was uh, which was awesome for us. So we're in Europe next year, and um, we've been given a budget of eighty odd million, eighty something million. So. Should be able to uh, to splash the cash hopefully and strengthen where we need to. Um, so yeah, so I mean that's basically where I am. Uh, we're in we're in the closed season now. Uh, we haven't signed anyone yet ready for next year. Uh, we had a little falling out with our sort of young striker that we brought in last season uh, called Borgia, who who scored a couple of goals to be fair at the start of the season. Then he got injured, and then as soon as he came back from injury, he demanded a new contract. And I said, no, you've got plenty of time. And he just kicked off. So he was he was basically dead. Waste, man. He was dead then. Like, he's 19 years old. He comes, like, charging into my office. Like, <laughs> after coming back from an injury, demanding a new deal. It's like, get lost, son. Uh, we've given a Samba longer, an, a one-year extension. He finished third top scorer in the Premier League. I've, I've had quite a lot of stick about that as well, because he's, like, 31. But, he, you know, he, he produced the goods. And he's a, a team leader, so I figured he'd probably be good to keep around for an, at least another year. Um, so yeah, let the spending commence, I guess. Have you uh, have you made a decision on Pinamonte yet? No, I haven't. So um, for those who don't know, uh, who didn't see the tweet, I basically Pinamonte is available for seven and a half million quid. Um, like he looks all right, his attitude is good. I think he, like on his scout report, it says he, he enjoys big matches. He's fairly consistent. So he's 24, 25 now. Um, so like he's not going to improve particularly from where he is. He looks he looks like a solid Premier League striker. He does want seventy five grand a week, which is kind of where I'm uh, hesitant to to pull the trigger on him. Um, but I've kind of decided now we're in Europe. Seventy five grand is kind of like my top end um, salary for the squad, really. So he would come in as my highest paid player or joint highest paid player once the once we're done with business by the end of the summer. Um, I like I quite like the look of him, but I, I, and I've said this before, kind of having Patrick Catroni last year has kind of ruined Italian strikers for me a little bit. So I'm still slightly reluctant, but I've, basically I've left it um, before I have to make a decision. That's where I last saved the game. I um I don't want to influence any decisions, but we had him at 1860 this year, okay. And uh, so it's probably like four, maybe five seasons in. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you, man. Fucking horrendous. Really was <laughs> oh, really? awful. Absolutely awful. Um, we, I, I was very persistent with him because he was young. He was available on a free. It was almost too good to be true. I remember him from him always being a good player uh, on football manager but he just did not work wouldn't work on his own uh, with two it just just nothing would work mate so good luck with that one bro have you checked his scout report does it say he doesn't play well with three up top <laughs> yeah, it, was in a, it, it was in a it was in a two man system but it's okay 
Um, no, yeah, hang, on, he, hang, uh, on, hang on, hang on, one second, just one second. Let's talk about OP formations. How's your four four fucking two getting on, Joe? It's fine, mate. So it's going well as well. It's out. not free up yeah, top, though, is it? Yeah, but it's OP. Anyway, carry on. Um, yeah, so Pinamonte. Um, I did. I did ask the question on Twitter, like, would you sign him? I think most most people said yes. A few said no. Although the best response I think was uh, Viking Dan, who showed me a clip of Pinamonte literally missing from two yards out in an open goal for him. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm still I'm still not completely convinced, but it's quite a cheap risk to take, I suppose. Well, cheap. Um... Seven and a half million. Yeah, but you just said he's going to be your highest played player. Well, yeah, but I mean, even like over the course <laughs> of a year, like seventy-five grand equates to about three million quid. So, like, you know, by the end of the year, he's cost me ten million, which for a Premier League striker is, you know, and I'd be able to sell him after a year, probably for a profit. So, yeah, it's not that. It's not that expensive. How that goes. Mate, talk about uh, good uh, deals. Wolf save just finished season two, going into the second season. We had a really, really good start to the second season. In regards to freeze, I brought I got that Kevin and Babu on a free, the Swiss right back. Really, really good start. Uh, Matt Doherty did his ACL, so he's my only right back this year. But both in the Premier League and in Europe, he's been really good. Um, Vieto as well as a fourth choice striker, got him on a, in on a free, uh, but he started off really, really well in the in Europe. Uh, who else have we got? We signed a few players on on on, on freeze. Declan Rice I brought in for thirty million from West Ham. who went down. Um, he started off quite well as as well. But yeah, managed to get a win. Obviously the the Carabao Cup in the first season. So we've got Europa League again this season. Uh, but unbeaten in the first eight games in the Premier League as well. So we're up there with the big boys at the moment. Lucy V, I'll never forget that. And that's when Raz recommended him to teach in the network. So. He spunked a load of money on him and he turned out to be absolutely dog shit yeah. for him. Raz was behind one of the worst signings I've ever made on Football <laughs> Manager. <laughs> I've got oh, to stick up for him though because he was awesome for me at Villarreal. So maybe he, he only plays well in, in Spain. Yeah, he not play well in fucking Burnley. <laughs> I mean, I think he's, would he you? Scored six, <laughs> he scored... He scored six goals for me so far, but to be fair, I think he scored a hat trick, but it was against like Genk or something, so it doesn't really count, does it? Well, it still counts technically. Still but, counts. Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, yeah, he's, he's doing like all all three strikers at the moment in the first sort of ten games of the season have got five plus goals each. So it's not they're all sort of being rotated, so it's not a bad return at the moment. Um, Joe, have you played much of your save this week? Yes, mate. I've played QPR season and a half. Mentioned it about ten minutes ago. Yeah, I know, but you didn't really go in depth with <laughs> it, so um, I'd ask again. Yeah, so finished the last season, finished 16th when I wanted to be relegated. Um, turns out you can't even shit out as you way down into the championship again. Um, but then obviously had a little rebuild. I've got Tammy Abraham and Penarenda as my front two. Um, they've done pretty well. I've just bought in the January window. I've got Eddie and Ketcher back in on loan for a bit of support and signed Alexander Isaac from Dortmund. So I've got like a pretty decent front four now still building the rest of the team I had Dean Henderson uh, got him on a free from Manchester United uh, the first season in the Premier League I had him in the Championship on loan got him on a free sold him to Huddersfield I think for 18.5 million and then bought in Mattia Perrin from Juventus he's literally he's one of my favourite keepers that I've had on Football Manager he just seems to be awesome um who have I signed at the back? Bought two and Zabi in on a on a. I had him on loan. Got him in on a full time transfer. Is he playing next to? I can't even remember now. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> I can't remember. But yeah, it's it's good. I'm, I've been playing a mixture of four four two four one four one. Tried a little bit of um, five at the back, three at the back as well. It's it's doing okay. So I'm tenth in the January window at the moment. So yeah. It's kind of there or thereabouts with QPR. And I'll probably, yeah, play, got, uh, probably play Real Madrid this weekend. I got um, Henderson as well as a goalkeeper. He's my backup keeper. We have Ross back as well, which I think I've told you before. Um, so I'm rotating them alongside Patricio as well. But it's, it's a little bit like when you don't play players. I mean, Henderson, was he your number one, I, I'd imagine? 
Yes, he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So their value sort of shoots up, isn't it, when they when they're playing and getting regular Premier League football, but because he's very rarely playing for me, his value is very low at the moment. So there's no real resale value at the moment, which is a little bit annoying. Yeah, he was, um, he was rated four and a half stars in my squad by, by my coaches, so that shows you how shit my squad was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he, he, as I say, got got him out for good money. I remember Markovic. I know. I think Curtis got Markovic, haven't you? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, he's one of my centre halves. I can't remember who the other one is. This is bad that I've forgotten that. But yeah, he's, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying QPR, and I know I've got like three saves, maybe more, on the go. And it is nice to rotate them and just pick them up and play something different. Perfect. Tobes, have you streamed or have you been out with a camera? I'm, j- I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> doing a map. I'm joking. He's, he's been uh, he's been working in dev. Yeah. He's been building houses, son. That's it. Him and dupe. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, no, I've, to say that I've still not. I, have, to me. I played the game for a couple of hours when I was by this by the phrase "played the game." I mean, I was on the menu for a couple of hours earlier on in the week. Uh, I mean, I get to the character selection screen, right? And any excitement and gusto to play the game goes because I'm like, are we in 2002? Um, oh, looking at the manager. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, no, I've not I've I've not been playing. I will be doing. I mean, to be honest, like I've spoke about this quite a lot, and I've been very open about it. Like, but for two years, not only have I smashed streaming, but all the while, like just like smashing football manager to the point where I was either at work or I was in the man cave playing football manager on stream uh, and to be brutally honest I've been enjoying the break um, and I'm still on it uh, still on the break still en- enjoying my time but uh, but yeah I mean I'll be back some point soon we'll see you know maybe I'll buy an Xbox Game Pass to play FM no I probably won't Eyes emoji good link good link the team meeting Um. well that's what we talked about today we touched on it very very briefly last week about the Google Stadia thing Um. Curtis said it was the same as Steam. Matt got offended. That's why he's not here this week. Um, but yeah, we're talking Xbox. Was it Game Pass and Google Stadia? I know a couple of you boys know a little bit more about this than I do. Um, I know. I think Curtis pretty. I don't know if he's clued up or or not. Um, but does anyone want to start us off? Their thoughts on this? Obviously, the what it, how it could affect content creation as well, perhaps. I mean, if you're not streaming, it won't affect you. <laughs> Don't all rush at once. I, I think, I think it's no surprise. Like I used to, I used to work in cloud-based uh, sort of systems that we used to create on the Isle of Man. Um, software as a service has obviously become massive. I mean, you know, it's everywhere you look nowadays. No matter what, whether it's your iCloud, your Netflix, or this, that, and the other, everything's being being punted out on subscription-based services and, and all the rest of it, and that's exactly what you know the what what both of these are in their own way. Whether it be Xbox Game Pass, you know, you're subscribing to to that on a monthly basis, or or, or Google's rendition um, is essentially the same as you know a lot of these a lot of these companies nowadays that essentially all work on the cloud. You have a thin client in the office, and and you log on, and you you have your power given to you over a server. You know that's where you get your that's where you get your RAM. That's where you get your CPU power and all the rest of it. So it's no surprise that gaming's taking that direction, um, and it's no surprise that Football Manager um, see it as an opportunity to to reach new audiences themselves for those who who maybe don't have uh, you know a, a, an overly powerful PC or for those people who um, don't want the physical physical hassle of owning a machine anymore. So it's no surprise. But uh, I see, I see, I see. Kurt is lingering for a. For a uh, but this is a question I can see on his face. <laughs> go on. No, this this is actually a serious question. I do have like an idiot's guide checklist that we can go over if you want. But this is actually a serious question. Do do we think that like this will push the envelope for for SI? Um, and like, I was, it's it's a it's a funny. Well, like we we spoke about it um, a little while ago. Like if you look at the th- the three D, um, the three D engine. Like if you take a screenshot now of a, of the 3D engine versus 2008 2009 it's very very similar 
You know, obviously, like it, once you start looking at how players move and stuff like that, you can obviously see the difference and the and the improvements that have been made. But in terms of uh, like a graphical thing, you look at it; it there's not been a whole load of progression. Um, do we think this now gives them an opportunity to push the envelope because they're not as reliant and on leaving people behind? You know, um, you want it to. It, 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 with the option to now use Google Stadia, Xbox Game, well, more so Google Stadia in this case, like it now becomes very much like an everyman game. No one needs a, a powerful PC to be able to play the game. And that's been my my thoughts on it. Because I thought, how many people do you know that have specifically bought a laptop or a PC just to play Football Manager? They don't play yeah. anything else. They just do that. So how many kind of console players are there? that haven't bought it just for Football Manager, but if it was available, they'd be playing it. Well, if, so, you, if, you, if you look at any of the forums, any of Facebook groups, anything like that, like around the time the launch happens or Christmas, you know, the kind of busy, busier periods for, for when, when Football Manager's being sold, so many people were posting on there, oh, what specs do I need? Yeah. What kind of laptop? Is this laptop good enough? You know, yeah. like you you see it so often, and yeah, like now it doesn't matter exactly for that portion to be shown on the forums. Like, how many people in you know aren't asking that question and have just written off getting it for that reason? You know, so I think well, it, it, it will give a load more eyes onto the product. Hopefully, well, we see it in our Discord, don't we? In the tech help, the amount of times somebody a link's dropped with it with a laptop. Can this play FM? So you know, stop stop those silly questions, didn't it? The last four or five laptops I've bought have literally been to play Football Manager, nothing yeah. else. And there, there will be tons of people out there, you know, that do well. What would love to play Football Manager, but don't want to go and buy a laptop or buy a, a gaming PC just to play Football Manager. But I guarantee you, there'll be lots of people that have played it that would absolutely take advantage of, of Stadia. Whereas with the Game Pass, I think that's a bit like Netflix, and there's people that have netflix that will just watch anything on there because it's on there you know it's and i think if you have the same thing with football manager oh football oh, i've always wondered about that never played it you can just go and have a go so that's that's that will be massive as well but i think in terms of the the, the people that know about football manager but can't that don't have the equipment maybe will use stadia whereas the game pass will be just for you random people that go oh it's a football game i'm going to give it a go you're right in regards in regards to equipment. I mean, us five have all within like let's say the last two three years have upgraded or bought new PCs. Yeah, we've had other games in mind, but Football Manager is the big thing, isn't it? The whole point of us upgrading computers or you know, or, or you know, getting new PCs was mainly because of Football Manager and, and streaming it. Um, but wh- where do you see the future for Steam now, though? Because obviously Steam's been the thing since like 2008 2009 for Football Manager. Um, that they've been. I mean, probably the main issue is is network saves and its own servers and stuff like that. But now they've brought out these two new platforms. Where do we see the future for Steam as well? Personally, I don't see it changing. I think Valve would would do something very similar if they felt it was going to damage their model. You bear in mind that this, like you know, Steam's been about for as long as it has now. A set aside football manager just for a moment, but think about the the machine that is Valve's Steam, like. There's people with quite literally thousands of games in that library. Um, and if Stadia takes off, I don't think it will be the demise of Steam. I just think Steam will go, okay then, let's uh, let's have a bash at that. You know, because they've certainly got the resources for it. Never mind how much, how, much, <laughs> how much Steam get off every game sale, you know. I think it's something like 19% or something. Something horrific, you know, goes directly to Steam for using the platform or whatnot. I could be wrong there before people chastise on Twitter and and whatnot, but uh, but it's a it's a sizable figure in which Steam wouldn't wouldn't let it slip. So I don't see Steam changing. I don't see Football Manager on Steam changing. I think Football Manager will will remain there. But what this does give SI the ability to do is test the waters on on a subscription based market that isn't maybe necessarily like pinpointed for football manager so this isn't like we're going to sell football manager at x amount a month because that's not it but what it does do is it gets maybe those like like joe was referencing a moment ago those people who maybe wanted to play fm and couldn't or or maybe never even seen it but like they will see it because they've 
bought a Game Pass for nine ninety nine. That not just gives them Football Manager on their on their PC, but gives them a myriad, you know, a whole host of of other titles for them to play on. And that's more often the case. More often than not, people buy the Game Pass to play X game and then realise that ah, I actually get the rest of them as well. So that's a result. Whereas at Stadia, I think Stadia is going to be interesting as a whole because it's going to it it'll be interesting to see what the early adoption rate of Stadia is. I don't think for a second that Google will fuck it because they're just too big. But to get involved straight off the bat, it's not something... I, I mean, I'm not sure that Stadia a, a, like appeals to me personally anyway, I don't think. Um, and I can, I can see the appeal of it, but for me personally, I mean, I don't know about anyone else in here, but with the announcements of Xbox Game Pass and or Stadia, has anybody thought any different about how they'll be playing their FM next year because I know it's 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 made no odds to me. No, absolutely not. Yeah. I think well, I was I was kind of thinking about the No with Stadia, it's something like with YouTube, isn't it? If you're if you're watching a video on YouTube relating to a certain game, you can literally just like link straight into it and launch the game. And I was just wondering from like a content creator's point of view if it will be if there would be like ad revenue type thing for like because you've created that video for the game. And then someone's gone in to play it. Is there like a kickback for creators? And yeah, does it, like will that creation. open up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting to see. Off the obviously off the, nothing to do with SI or Football Manager or any other games house for for that matter, but more off the back of Google because it's prompted a sale on their own platform. Uh, but yeah, it'd be interesting to it's going to be interesting to see how this study does. By by all intents and purposes, and to be brutally honest, the way the world's gone in the last sort of fifteen years, it should be a roaring success. To be honest, um, but uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just old school, but I, I quite like having my machine under my desk and knowing what I do and what I don't have. I even like upgrade day. It's like, oh, I'm going to whip this out and put that. It's going to be so much faster. So uh, yeah, I guess it kind of would uh, signal the end of third-party graphics as well. Yeah, and databases and, and mm-hmm. databases and things <clears throat> like that. So there would be. I mean, Oh, yeah, restrictions true, yeah. to it, I guess, but um, yeah, or well, at least you know, at least it enables people who who wouldn't necessarily even be able to touch the game to to have a bash at it, you know. Yeah, I mean that being said, like it's gonna be still gonna be a, it's still essentially gonna have a system on Google's servers, if you know what I mean. Whether you've got access to file systems on that or not, I suppose it's all gonna be all gonna be up for. Up for debate once uh, you save it into your Google Drive. Do you know what I mean? exactly? Well, it all links <laughs> yeah. together. Put it in your yeah. Google Drive, and you know, never so. know. Yeah, that's that was one of my idiots' guide questions. Was uh, if I'm using Google's computer, does that mean people could hack into my network? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other uh, idiot questions? Uh, Go on. Xbox Game Pass. Does that mean FM is coming out on Xbox? Why did you put a funny voice? Because I'm been, like, being a Norman. I like it. In Northman. A Northman. Sorry, <laughs> 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 oh, bitchy. Um, <laughs> no, you cannot play on Xbox. Will I have to use a controller to play FM? Yes. I remember using a controller on Championship Manager on the original Xbox. Yes. It's beautiful. LMA Manager. Terrible. Fucking horrible, wasn't it? It's like LMA, yeah, LMA manager with a controller. Like, I, it's like Switch. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> Premier, Premier Manager 97 on the Mega Drive. Yes. I wasn't even born. Of course you wasn't. Makes a fucking change. <laughs> well, 97 you were born. Yeah, I was. Just about. Um, any other questions, Curtie, or is that all? No, that'll do. That'll do. That'll do. Any Anything else to add, guys, or should we move on to the questions? I think the only other thing to add is like, I don't think it's going to ultimately change your football manager experience regardless of what how you buy it. I mean, it's obvious that you essentially just get the full version of football manager if you've got the Xbox Game Pass, which has got very little to do with Xbox and more to do with Microsoft's links. You know, I've not got the Game Pass, but I'm playing. I when I've played Sea of Thieves on my PC, it's because I own it on both the PC and Xbox, and it's a it's the same thing. It's wrapped into their pass, and it's just dependent on platform. They have a load of games on this pass. It's just dependent on well, you can have this on your PC and that on your Xbox and all the rest of it. So that's not going to change anything. And Stadia, I mean, ultimately, 
unless anyone's heard anything different, I can only go ahead and assume it's going to be full fat football manager, not some hybrid of touch and mobile and all the rest of it that's going to be available there. So football manager fix all over the place. Winner, winner. Yeah. I, th- I think for the people that play football manager now, it's not going to make any difference to. I just think it's there might be a new wave of people that we see. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, you know, just in general. I think that's where it will come. That'd be a good thing. Do you, do you think many existing creators uh, will move from like the normal way of playing to these ways, like the Stadia and Xbox? No, because I think they get. I think creators, not even just creators, like long-time players of the game, whether you create content, whether you've just been playing for five years, ten years, or twenty years, I think anyone who's a fan of Football Manager has absolutely zero qualms about whacking out thirty odd quid at the at every November if not beforehand, if you've got super early on the pre-order like most of us do day one, and they're not going to give a monkeys about, oh, well, if I get it on my Game Pass, they can also play, looking, I don't know, Halo or something. You know, it doesn't matter. I don't think they're going <laughs> to care. Do you know what I mean? It's it's yeah. just going to be, nah, there you go. I'll just, I'll just buy it outright. So, I mean, you know, that, that landscape may shift over the next five years, you know what I mean? Because it, yeah. might, it might turn out that Stadia do such a cracking job that you realise that you've got, you know, a couple of grand's worth of PC sat under your desk in some cases. And it's like, well, to be honest, I could just like get get a cloud-based one, and it's like, you know, it's more powerful than that, and I don't have any upkeep cost or any of that. So, yeah, time will tell. But I think for now, it'll make no odds, other than hopefully an increase in player base. I suppose the ultimate thing, if your internet cuts out, you can still play at home if you've got a PC. Absolutely, loot that. You fucked if your internet goes out. That's it. You just, uh, you know, we put in one weak link in a chain, aren't you? It's also something to say that I quite like looking at my Steam and seeing all the, the versions of the game that I had and how many hours I've put in. And you want yeah. to have that. You know, I like that to see that you've got all these games. I imagine you'd, you'd still have st- stats and stuff. I think I think you I get. Don't like, like change. On the Xbox Game Pass, don't you get like Xbox rewards and stuff? You, you get those for, yeah. for, for, for Football Manager now and stuff like that. So you'd still have an element of that. I've seen someone um, getting super excited about that on Twitter. Like fucking really, they're on Steam. Like there's achievements yeah, on Steam. Yeah. They've, been, they've been there for a while. I just think it's good for the the new customer. Yeah, that, that's that's what it'll be good for. It's, it's the new customer has got an opportunity to play Football Manager. And much like Curtis said, maybe, maybe with a little bit of luck, rather than this this age old catering to the the weaker laptops on the market, so everyone can play it. Well, maybe now it's a case of well, we're going to take that upper step next year and then maybe up another step the year after in which you know everyone will still have the ability to play it just depending on what platform you want to play it on perfect perfect well uh, obviously if you guys have any questions on that let us know at five star pod on twitter and we'll try our best to answer them next week Uh, moving on to the questions from this week uh, we asked earlier on twitter uh, first one FM Life Troy he says uh, if for anyone that's used a lone striker system what is the most effective role that you found Bingo, um, lying forward, mate. Yeah, that's a bloody <laughs> loop, though. Deep lying forward. But I like a, uh, with oh, super sorry, aggressive yeah. wide men. I don't think, I think a lone striker no. can't be like devilish on his own in, in the true sense. It's going to be the, those around him. But sorry, go on, Curtis. I was just going to say, I've enjoyed playing shithouse football. So, have an advanced forward high up the pitch, sit back, go long. Jobs are good. Yeah, I found pressing forward. But you'd need again. You need the wide men or someone in behind or an advanced forward as well. I've I found successful. I I found pressing forward. I've actually been playing a false nine as well for a bit. But I quite like giving my forward the freedom if he's on his own with the wingers as well. With I'm using two inside forwards uh, and let him roam from position, drag wide, and and just kind of basically try and make him play free up top. Yeah, the the deep line forward on attack is has been my kind of go to. Um, I've quite liked a poacher. <coughs> um, with Real Madrid playing with Icardi, if you play a deeper defensive line, otherwise they're just literally offside constantly. But if, I tend to find if I bring all my lines of engagement kind of back a little bit, he, as a poacher, he's much more effective. Um, uh, an interesting one, Jason Knee, he says, what is the most you've given to a player in clauses and bonuses because you couldn't quite cover his wages? The sack. <laughs> to be honest, I've I'm, always go on, dude. No, no, you carry on. Over sorry. the years, I've definitely had the odd deal here and now. I'm like, 
I, I've got. To, I don't give a shit. I'm getting this player over the line, and I couldn't tell you what the most is that I've given. But I, you know, I've been partial in the past to giving the older ten or fifteen percent pay rise just to uh, to to ensure a secure a player with you know. It's, it's got to be Dybala, surely. It might have been. It might have been. It, it definitely is for me. Yeah, it's fucking. Uh, maybe not just him. I'm talking <laughs> over the years. I've, I've done it a load of times over over the years where it's literally like you've got this player and you've got your your, your idea in your mind or it's just exceptional on, on that version of the game that you're playing and you're just like I will be devastating with him and I will pay any amount of money to make it happen so uh, so it's been done it's been done for for me I'm more if I if I can't afford them wage wise I'm, I'm more than happy to give them appearance fees um, because at least I know if they are Playing for me uh, and goal, fee, and you know, uh, goal bonuses and appearance bonus. So, because if they're playing for me, I, then I don't kind of mind paying the extra money. So when you give them like a, like you say, a wage increase and they haven't played for two seasons and they're still getting a twenty-five percent wage hike, and you're just like, maybe I made a wrong decision there. I think mine was when I re-signed Eden Hazard on uh, seventeen FM seventeen. Um, I. I I can't remember. It was some ridiculous wage amount I had to give him, but I also like he was. I I think he was he was on like nearly thirty forty grand for just for an appearance free. Um, his agent absolutely bent me over as well. So um, yeah, that was uh, that was a pretty traumatic one. It's a bit of a tangent, but you've got to go and find Harry Redknapp's rant about strikers getting goal bonuses. It's brilliant. You'll find it on YouTube. He's, he said it loads of times. It's in in his book. He said it on BT Sport. But he's like. Goal bonuses for a striker. It's your fucking job. <laughs> it isn't isn't didn't he um like not to put somebody on because he knew he had a goal bonus, and if he would have scored that, that was in the probably final Portsmouth. Game, that was probably Portsmouth because he was Yakubu or something like that. I can't I can't remember too fair. I am guessing, but I knew it was somebody <clears> who plays up front, and he had to. He didn't need a goal, but he wanted. He was going to put him on, and he realised that if he scored another goal, he would have to pay him two hundred and fifty grand or something stupid like that. If so anyone was going to do that, it would be Harry. Yeah, <laughs> I think the I like the old the old faithful for the clauses is uh, the sell on fee percentage. If it's someone in their thirties, and I think I'm going to have you for a few years, I'm not going to get. I ain't going to get much if I ever sell you. Given fifty percent of the sell on fee percentage, the wage comes way down. Then that's a that's an old sly trick as well. In, in, in nineteen, no, like literally, almost every deal they want to sell on fee, no matter what. Yeah. No matter what, with the way of the modern world, I suppose. Yeah. Um. Well, I think that's all for now. Anyone else that did ask questions, we'll add, add them to the vault. So in the next couple of weeks, they will get asked. But now, let's move on to Curtis Quiz. Curtis Quiz. Um, so I, I wrote this about half an hour ago. I was a bit starved of. Um, Class. I was a bit starved of inspiration, really, because you know, obviously the women's World Cups on and stuff like that. But Ooh. I guess I don't I know don't a lot know. about the women's World Cup, and I'm guessing you guys don't. <clears> so I didn't feel yeah. like I should go down that route. Um, so this quiz is about is, the women's World Cup. Is about <laughs> <laughs> is about women's handball. No, this this quiz is about FA Cup finals. Way. Yeah, yeah, really relevant, Ooh. obviously. Um, it, bog standard rules, 10 questions. Come on, the boys. Viking Dan rule applies. First to shout in. Usual rules, all that game. Uh, so I will start, uh, as always, with question number one. Uh, in what year was the first FA Cup final at the new Wembley played? Joe. Joe. 2011? Minus one. Fuck. Oh, I'm scared. You've all got to have a go, of you, otherwise you'll get minus one. Dave. Dave. Oh, 09? Minus one. Yes. Oh, dear. Oh, I could give Teach a massive hand here. <laughs> I'll take your hand there. So you cut out there, massive <laughs> hand. What? <laughs> Inserting Dupe the on. word job into that. Dupe's called? Dupe? I don't think it is, but 2012. Nah. Minus one. Teach. That's way too late. 2010. Minus one. 
Oh, eight. Excellent. 2007. Wow. <sighs> Chelsea beat Man United 1-0. That's what yeah. no one remembers. Yeah. Question <laughs> number two. Who were the last championship team to reach an FA Cup final? Joe. Joe. Millwall? Yeah. Minus one. Dave. Dave. Cardiff. Correct. Shagger, come on. Top Shagger. <laughs> PC Jammer going. Dave wasn't born here, so. The last FA Cup final to be won after a replay was by Arsenal in 1993. Who did they beat? Joe. Joe. That's not. I was going to say Crystal Palace. You were going to say them, or you are saying Well, I have said it. <laughs> uh, that's minus one, mate. Oh, this was on the this was on yeah, Twitter the other now. day. Nineteen ninety three. Have a guess, lads. Teach, teach. Complete guess. Dirty leads. Minus one. Dude, not in the forest. Minus one. I know who it is. Dave, you having a go? What? What was it? Uh, who Arsenal played? Yeah. Who did they beat in the '93 Cup final? I'm going to replay. Everton. Minus. Oh, one. That was a guess. It's '94, yeah. son. Oh. No, '95. Everton. Who was it, Joe? Um. Crystal Palace was Man United. It was, was Donny Al Chris's team, wasn't it? It was. Sheffield yes. Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Donny Al Chris. Uh, Arsenal beat them in the League Cup final and the FA Cup final that year. Had a little cup double. Uh, Question number four. Who won the last FA Cup final to be played at the old Wembley? Joe. Joe. Chelsea? Correct. Di Matteo's goal? They beat Aston Villa 1-0, so no. That was Middlesbrough, wasn't it, Di Matteo? Yeah. Number five, who were the last team to score three goals in an FA Cup final and not win? Dave. Dave. Was it? Oh, I don't think it's right. I was going to say West Ham. I think it was 3 2, wasn't it? It was West Ham. Oh, was it? Get it. Against Liverpool. Game oh, it was a mess. 3 3. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been so drunk at a football match. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, yeah, getting happy days. Uh, question number six: Which team upset Man City in the twenty thirteen dupe. dupe? Wigan. Wigan oh. is correct. An arm in pie with a header. <laughs> question number seven: The first Millennium Stadium final was in two thousand and one. And saw Liverpool beat Arsenal despite the Gunners dominating on the day. Which Liverpool player scored a brace? Joe. Joe. Michael Owen. Correct. For my day. Question number eight. The fastest goal ever scored in an FA Cup final is timed at 27.9 seconds. Who scored it? Joe. Joe. Roberto Di Matteo. Minus one. Oh. Dupe. Dupe. D- Louis Saha. Louis Saha is correct. Nice. For Who's Everton for? against uh, Chelsea. 2009. Dupe almost turned his head then, like when The Rock used to be on the top rope. He went, yeah. just turned his head down. Oh, I was just <laughs> savage because I was so far ahead of Joe shouting in. Just bang on served. the level. Oh, you weren't in my eyes. Yeah, Question number nine. In one of the bigger FA Cup final upsets in living memory, Everton defeated Man United in 1995. Who scored the winner for Everton? Joe. Joe. Paul Rydout. Is correct. Who? Paul Rydout. Born then, Dave. Come on. <laughs> That's a shout. Come on. That's a great shout. <laughs> Question easy. number 10 could be crucial. I'm pretty sure he wore number 15 as well. Uh, yeah, I think he did, yeah. Question number 10. Which Chelsea player became the first player to score in four separate FA Cup finals? Joe. Joe. Didier Drogba. Is correct. Oh, 
Or play right, we're going to have a tiebreaker here. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you, uh, yeah, there's going to be a tiebreaker. I um, answered a lot wrong. Amazingly, recap. so teach, teach has finished on minus two, and then Dave, Joe, and Doop are all on oh, zero. What? <laughs> <laughs> up, up the zero. <laughs> <laughs> so, great, great quiz. This is obviously between Dave, Doop, and Joe. Yeah, Tobes. I should just answer the ones I know. I'm going to jump in and ignore the ones. Steve Curtis got a contingency. I I don't. Uh, Right, guys. In what? uh, Sorry. In 2016, Alan Pardew did his little dance on the touchline after Palace went 1 0 up against Man United. Who scored the goal that he was celebrating? Dupe. Dupe. Jason Punchin. Dupe. That final. is correct. Hey. <laughs> well played, son. Should do. It was a Man United final. <laughs> well played, Jesse, sir. By the way, Jesse Lingard's got a banger that year. He only scores big goals, that lad. Louis van Gaal. So, Dupe, this, this week's winner on one point. Well played, sir. <laughs> Woo! One point. Well done, mate. Well done. Well done, Dupe, son. I was going to say, where's Tyson Fury? <laughs> <laughs> well then, that is all for was it episode 95. It's flown by again. Thanks uh, everyone for listening. If you've got this far, um, make sure obviously the uh, you listen on... I'm going to bottle this outro. Uh, <laughs> um, make sure obviously the links for all of us, it, it, they are on westreamfm.com uh, alongside obviously the podcast. You can listen on SoundCloud, Spotify, all the favourite podcast places. Normally... Released on Monday at 8am, but Matt started saying Monday morning to get out of it anyway. And he can't edit that out because he's not editing this week. Um, this has been Five Star Potential, a We Stream FM production. And we will see you all next week, folks. Say goodbye. Folks, Catch say goodbye. Later. I'm a voiceover yeah. artist. <laughs> 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 <laughs>